Imagine what it would feel like to work with a team of people who communicate and collaborate in a way that achieves winning results. Your team shows up to work excited and motivated to help you grow and succeed in business. And not just when you are there. When you take a vacation or need to step away for an emergency, you know your team has got your back. You have great trust in their ability to move forward without you needing to provide direction. Welcome to the Leadership Culture Club podcast, where we dive deep into leadership, business culture, and creating high-performing teams. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur trying to hire your first virtual assistant, a first-time manager, or a seasoned executive, this show is tailored to help you build a thriving leadership culture that drives success. I am Nancy Michelli, a seasoned engineering leader with over 25 years of experience, and I am excited to share my passion for transforming organizations into high-performing teams. So I invite you to join me for valuable insights and inspiring conversations. Hit the subscribe button now to get notified as the Leadership Culture Club podcast drops each week and embarks on a journey of transformation towards becoming an exceptional leader. Together, we'll redefine success and create a culture that fosters growth, engagement, and achievement in your organization. Have you ever wondered why some people like Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, and others seem to be able to get so much done in so little time? And how they have 1,440 minutes just like you and I, but for us, it can seem like a struggle and a challenge, and we don't make the progress that we want. My name is Nancy Michelli. I am a leadership communication and collaboration coach with over 25 years of running multi-million dollar projects and teams. And today in this episode, I'm going to share with you some of my 15 best secrets to help you and your team achieve outstanding results so that you can actually join the ranks of people like Oprah Winfrey and Richard Branson in achieving and accomplishing amazing things. Tip number one that we're gonna talk about is time is your most valuable resource. There is other things that we can do, but time is something that does not renew. So every day you have 1,440 minutes just like the rest of us. But things that do renew are money, things that you can work on are your health and well-being. But time and managing time is the number one thing that we all need to think about. How do we use it? And so I want you to consider your last 60 seconds. Just think about those 60 seconds. Were they helping you move forward in the goals that you want? Or were those 60 seconds interrupted by your phone or an email or somebody coming in? During days where you want to be productive, you need to make sure that every 60 seconds counts. Action number two is what are your big goals? What is that one thing that you really want to achieve over the next, say, three years, five years, 10 years, but make that goal massive and huge? 
What is the thing that you are showing up for? Oftentimes that we are missing achieving what we want because we haven't sat down and thought about what that big goal is. And so the bigger the goal, the bigger the clarity you will have on where you want to go. And then we start measuring all of our activities in relation to, am I moving towards that big goal? Okay, step number three is I actually want you to create three big goals that will make a massive difference in you achieving that large vision, that big goal that we talked about at the start. And these three goals are something that you can do in either 90 days, um, 180 days, or a year. But I want them to be big goals and things that really will make a huge difference in those steps. Because we're gonna take those goals and we're gonna plan them into the activities we do. Now, the reason I say three goals instead of five goals or like a big massive to-do list is that when you have three clear goals and accomplish one, then once that's done, we can start to add the next goal in. But oftentimes we get distracted with too many goals or too many activities. So I want you to think, take that big vision that you had that we did in step two, break it down into three big goals that you are going to accomplish over the next 90 days to year. Okay, the next step, now that you know where you're going, right? We've got that big vision, we got those big goals. I want you to pay attention to over the next three days, how are you currently using time? Because awareness helps us figure out what is going wrong and what it is that we need to do. And I actually encourage you to do this in infinite details. So for example, you may say, I start a project at 12 o'clock, but then I got interrupted at 12.04. That interruption took away three minutes. So therefore I started back on my work at 12.07. And this may seem like craziness, but what it's gonna do is start to help you recognize patterns in your day. Who do you allow to interrupt you and make more important? And what activities do you uh, naturally attract to that sometimes feel better, feel good because you're doing them to support others as opposed to staying focused on these things that you wanna do. And I'm gonna teach you later on how to have the conversations with people and how to um, set blocks of time in your calendar so that you can respond, so that you can be that person who connects and helps others. Okay, the next thing I want you to do is get rid of your to-do list. And for some of you, or people like me, that was such a massive stress and be like, oh my gosh, but my to-do list actually turned out to be my safety crutch. It was like that thing that kept me feeling good even though I was playing in a small way. Here's what I want you to do instead. I want you to take at the end of every day some time out to brain dump. I want you to think about all of the things that have come up, all of the things that you perceive that you need to do and just write it down on a list of paper and just like brain dump all of those activities. 
kind of like creating a to-do list, but you're not going to do all of the work. We just want to get it out of our mind, off of our plate, so it doesn't feel like we have all of these things that we need to do that we need to show up for. So even if you want, pause this video and brain dump everything that you think that you need to do. Now, we before we plan your activities in this next step, this topic is really about scheduling free and fun time into your calendar. And I want you to do this first, because if you're like me, I will put this off. I will start to do all kinds of things that I feel are important and then realize that I don't have fun time and free time. So I want to encourage you to do what Dan Sullivan recommends, which is actually schedule 150 days off in your calendar, which means you're going to take every weekend, you're going to book those off. You're going to book six weeks of vacation into your calendar. You are going to book your stat holidays. So in Canada, we typically have 11, depending on what province you are in. I want you to get all of those put and firmly committed. And then I want you to think about how many days that is and how many additional days do I need to add here and there just to be able to go have fun with someone on a day off or take time for you to relax, think, and be better. When companies do this, not just with their senior employees by giving them six weeks off, but with all of their employees, you will actually see an increase in performance. Research is showing that shorter work weeks allows people to be more focused and achieve bigger results. So before we start to plan your work, let's plan your time off and make it fun and enjoyable where you 100% disconnect. Okay, the next thing I want you to do is plan before you do. So as a project manager, right, we would create plans, and then we would execute the plan. Often, though, what I see is people just show up in the day, and they're like, oh, I'm going to open my email and just react to what it is. So here are three times where it is beneficial for you to plan. Once, I want you to plan, take 10 minutes at the end of the day and make sure that your day for the next day is well planned out, that you have blocked time in your calendar to be able to execute those major goals. Because what we plan, we do. And often we miss hitting our major goals because we don't have a plan. As well, on either every Friday, my preference is Friday, or if you only work four days a week, do it on the Thursday. Take a look at the next week and I want you to plan it so that you can have your major goals bucketed on a daily basis for you to make those huge changes, those huge leaps forward in achieving your goal. And then I want you also to look at a quarterly. What is the quarterly plan that you want to do? And so when you think of those big goals, right, that we created that were either 90 days long or up to a year long, I challenge you to take those goals and see if you build a plan, can I execute it actually in half the time? You'll be surprised. We have a tendency to fill the time that we have. So when we plan and schedule to do a certain amount of work every day to move our big goals forward, 
you will have significant success and be able to achieve the things like our friends that we admire, like the Oprahs, the Richard Bransons, and anybody else that you're seeing doing massive things in the world. The next tip that I love and I do with my clients is called airplane mode. I want you to take your phone. I want you to take your computer. I want you to take all of the things and I want you to go in and literally switch it to airplane mode. When you are in airplane mode, right? Think about being in an airplane. You are flying across the country from one point to the other and you are 100% focused. People who use airplane mode really well in their business are able to achieve more because they are not interrupted by other people. And I want you to think about, imagine being on the operating table, right? And the doctor is working on you. And all of a sudden he gets a text message from his kids and says, hey, can you um, uh, stop and pick me up? And so the doctor stops the work, leaves the operating room, leaving you there on the table. That would not be a good thing. I want you to consider yourself like a surgeon, like skilled people. And so that the only way to you is during times that you are not blocked focusing on your work. So I want you to encourage yourself, learn how to put airplane mode on your phone. Take your email, completely shut it down. Close your door if you have the privilege of having that. If not, put on headphones so that you are not distracted. And in a moment, I'm gonna tell you conversations to have with people. But when you can do that, when you can block airplane mode, you can get into something known as flow. And flow is actually where we, time actually stops and we can achieve more than we ever thought possible. So I encourage you, think about how can I add airplane mode to my day and to my calendar so that I can achieve the big results that I want. Time management conversations. One of the hardest things that people do is struggling to say no to others, right? Like I used to sit in my office and staff would come and I would allow them to interrupt me all day. It wasn't until I learned how to have time management conversations. And now that I work from home, my husband and I have these on a regular basis where I say, during time A to time B, this is my block time for me to do work. So I need to ensure that I am not interrupted because here's the deal. Remember back earlier when I had you block time in your calendar, free days, time off, that time is actually dedicated to your family and friends. And so when you do that, right, you can have a conversation and say, just as much as I am dedicating to these blocks of time to effectively get work done, these other moments in time are blocked so that I'm 100% dedicated to you and not interrupted with work. Get into that airplane mode, that surgeon mode, wherever you are, whatever situation you are in, so that you are 100% in and playing with those people and the work that you're doing. So start to have conversations with people, telling them how much you care and appreciate and how much that this block of time is important for you so that you can help them in the blocks of time that you commit to them. Now, earlier I told you to start planning your day, start planning your week. 
One really effective area that I've learned, especially as an entrepreneur, is actually to plan theme days. And so what is a theme day? So a theme day is something like this, where I get all dressed up, I get my makeup done, and I am ready to go to actually record a series of videos. And so I do all of my recording in one day, as opposed to a little bit here, a little bit there. And so creating theme days actually relieves you of a lot of stress because you know that during that day, you're going to block and focus on that work. As a project manager, I would create theme days that would be, okay, I'm going to look over the project accounts today, or I am going to look over the schedule for the project for the day. But whatever it is, start to think about how can you block a full day or a two thirds of a day around a very specific topic where you pull pieces together and you say, I am going to do that. Maybe one of your theme days is these are my client days, or this is the day that I run all of my meetings. And you only have meetings on that one day as opposed to spread throughout the week. Because when we parcel things like meetings or interactions with others throughout the week, it actually slows down progress instead of speeding it up. So I encourage you, think about where is it in my day that I can have a theme day? Where is it with my team that we can have a theme day and go for it? And so one of my favorite theme days, especially as a manager, is Fridays are no interaction days, which means people get Fridays to actually 100% focus. It's like a day off from interacting, from meetings, from connecting with others or responding to others just to be able to focus and get their work done. Okay, managing your energy is one of the best things to think about when blocking time in a calendar. So research actually does show that people perform best in the morning. So I do encourage you that the first thing in the morning, now if you're an entrepreneur like me and wanna get up early, Block that time to actually get something done and block it in a 90-minute perspective. However, for some people, right, they work better at night. It just goes with their energy. I know me, at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, my energy is taking a massive dive. And so I want you to think about what times of the day are you most energized, most productive, and how are you managing your energy? Because during those times of the day, when your natural um, circadian rhythm is flowing in these 90-minute blocks, I encourage you to be like, okay, maybe yours is from 10.30 till noon. That block is 100% mine, and I focus on getting my most valuable work done. Because when you do it, when you're highest energy, you will be able to get into that flow state and you'll be far more productive than any other time of the day. So I want you to think about when is your energy up and when is it down? And then schedule blocks in your day when you have high energy. Think time. Have you ever thought about managing think time or putting think time into your calendar? I'd never heard of this until I actually did an interview with Sean Pete, who actually helps 
NASCAR get to like 12 second pit crew. Now that is efficiency. And he says one of the key strategies that he has and they do with their team is employ think time. And so I encourage you to actually put 30 to an, an hour minutes in your time so that you can actually just sit and contemplate. And this may seem for people like me, who's a workaholic, who I will tell you, this one was a hard one for me to do. However, when I started to add think time into my day, which means I may go for a walk, I may just sit on, you can't see it, but the recliner here and just allow myself to think. And here's the deal. I want you to think about how many great ideas did you come up with in the shower? The reason you managed to come up with those in the shower, right, is because you're doing some routine habit that does not require your mind to think. It is quiet. You're typically not being interrupted. And you allow things in your mind to come together. You allow your mind time to process. So I encourage you to start putting 30 to 60 minutes of think time into your day just to allow you to process the ideas, the information, and come up with new strategies during that time. Okay, so this is one of my favorite productivity tips that I've used with running major teams of people. And often my employees would get into this, oh, I'm my to-do list, their ideas. And so one of the things that I implemented was this 15 minute first thing in the morning, priority one meeting. And a priority one meeting really is about in 15 minutes with people standing around Let's figure out what is the one activity that you are going to accomplish today. And that one activity is going to make an 80% jump in the work that you do. So I want you to think about what would be the one thing today that you would report in that says, I'm going to do it 100%. I'm going to play full out in this area. When you start to do that with your team, I was actually able to save six months of time and $3 million on a $20 million project because people stopped being scattered in what they were doing. And when they were scattered, they caused other people to be scattered. But when I said, all I want you to do is focus on that one thing. And then once that one thing was over, it didn't matter to me what they accomplished that day. But I will tell you, they accomplished more. They moved even further forward because they focused on one thing and got that one priority done. And so that's even good for us as leaders, as individuals to think about what is that one thing that if I got it off my list would stop nagging me, would stop stressing me out and make a significant difference in moving my business forward. Okay, the next thing I wanna talk about is reducing emails and talking to your team about how you can reduce emails. And I think I'm gonna do a massive uh, series on this topic, but emails are my least favorite thing. Oh my gosh, if I could eliminate emails from my life, I would definitely do it. Here is one technique to help your employees communicate and collaborate better. And I encourage you to utilize a list. 
And you can utilize this list either in an Excel document that you share, a Google document. You can use something like monday.com. But here's what they do. Instead of writing emails, the person goes into that spreadsheet and puts their question that they need response to in that sheet. And then they put the person's name beside it. Now, instead of having emails flying into your inbox on a regular basis, here's what happens from a team environment. Now, everybody can see that question. And because everybody started to block time, which includes blocking time for them to respond to questions, they can either be like, we're going to do this in a meeting because I need group input, or these questions get saved up and then that person who needs to answer them can answer them in a really quick and efficient manner in that same tool. And it keeps all of the thoughts together so that you don't end up with these long email lists, right? You know those ones where you get like 25 emails and people are commenting on it and you're like, what is it? It keeps it all together in a really nice, neat bundle. And at the end, the person can respond with, here's the decision that I've done. And I really encourage you to think about how you can utilize this more in your business, reduce email and pull that load out of people's day. And especially for those people who just need to be CC'd on it, right? If you do this in a team platform, they'll all see it. So they can all go back and look at it if it's important for them to do. And if not, the person answering the question will have it all there in one spot. It keeps your email clean and reduces the stress of your team and response time. Okay, and I've saved the most important for last, and I call this 100% in. I encourage you that when you decide you've got your plan put together and you're going to do something, be 100% in, be fully focused, fully dedicated to it. So if this plan is going and watching your kid at the soccer game, put your phone down, be 100% in for your kid at the soccer game. Maybe you're out on a date with your a good friend, with your partner in life, be 100% in, completely disconnect from all of the work activities. And you can do this because when you were at work, remember, we blocked that time. We created those moments of time of 90 minutes where you were fully focused and fully in. Now you can be 100% in with those that you love, with that time off that we scheduled earlier, those six weeks of vacation, that 150 days in a year where you were off. And this is the secret to getting to work-life balance is it's not about balance, which is like this 50-50 split. It's about being 100% in on a work meeting. It's about being 100% in on dinner with your family. Whatever it is, be 100% in. Previewed 15 of my top tips as a leader, a project manager, and an entrepreneur in how to achieve amazing results for yourself and your organization. I look forward to hearing from you about how did you implement? Which one? Post a comment below 
which one of these tips was easiest for you to do and which one led you feeling uncomfortable and would you like more detail on? Or feel free to reach out to me and we can have a chat and build a strategy that works best for you and your team. My name is Nancy Michelli. I'm a leadership communication and collaboration coach with 25 years of leading multi-million dollar projects. And I'm here to help you be a more successful leader in your business. Cheers and have a great day.